I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos, and me, Matt Richardson, get to learn all about the world of sport. In this episode, we'll be covering off doping in sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it was, I'm just, you're just borrowing this blood from it. Footballers taking a crafty crap during a match. Surely you didn't need to do the scoot. And celebs owning sports teams. I own a soccer team and everyone's like, that's amazing, even though it's like, you know, three men in one stand. Welcome to Sports Virgins. Here we go. Welcome to Sports Virgins. This is the podcast for, well, I think people who listen to sport, but generally about two people who know nothing about sport, who I think to say are, are, are clueless, but would would like to learn a bit more. Yeah, maybe. Well, give it a go anyway. I mean, like, why not? I suppose it's one thing that I've been missing out on my whole life. Well, people seem to really enjoy it. I want to, like, I want to get it. It's like going to see a French film without subtitles. Like, I want to enjoy it, but I just don't understand how. Yes, exactly. Um, So I'm Amy Vos. I'm a radio presenter. I've, yes, I have a very brief sporting um, background. And Matt Richardson, comedian. Former radio presenter. Former radio. We used to work together. We did work together for a while. And um, I'm just, I know nothing. I'm an idiot when it comes to sport. But you know comedy, and that's... And, and Very well, which is really useful these days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do. And Dylan, who is Hello. our sports expert. So whenever we say something mildly embarrassing, you can basically call us a pair of plonkers, I suppose. And Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you said expert, because I was thinking you were going to say sports geek, but, you know... Yeah, like, you're a bit of a sports boff, aren't you? How good are you? Are you the person that people go, he's at the pub quiz, we're going to smash this sports round? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any pub quiz, I completely dominate the sports round. Do you? You can hear it in his voice. Your yeah. voice just went to a different sort of level. The excitement. Like, yeah, it's like you We're looking for a sports a person bit. for my local pub quiz, so maybe we'll oh, have to tap go. you up Call now. Call me in. You get um, really yeah. into it, don't you? you <laughs> yeah, I like, do. I mean, you know, all those years of just watching sports, you know, it's finally has come to this. This, this is my calling. I knew okay. it would be useful. <laughs> I, I almost feel nervous in front of you, Dylan, because I feel like we'll say things and you're going to look at us with fire in your eyes like, you absolute idiot. Yeah, like, I'm, because, I'm always thinking it. Yeah, because people who are as passionate about sport probably find us a bit annoying, but we want to rectify that really, don't we? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But you know what? Let's see those sports people talk about musical theatre in front of us or something and <laughs> yeah. we'll make them feel like idiots. Because <laughs> yeah. And then we'll be the cool kids. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what was your at school, Matt? Because I do yes. think sport plays such a pivotal role like if you're good at sport at school you're golden aren't you like that that sets you you're like well I'm good at sports so you kind of get away with stuff but what was your 
history at school. So um, I was not classically good at sport. Obviously, like you say, they were all the cool kids, really, weren't they? So like Liam Corrigan in my year at school um, was really good at golf and football. And everyone thought he'd go on to be like a famous footballer. Um, and no one thought much of me. And, um, you know, here we are 15 years later and he is a plumber and I am a semi-famous comedian. So <laughs> long term. You had the last laugh. Long term. I absolutely had the last laugh. Although I was really quick. So I used to do sports day and I would always come second to him and everyone would be like, oh my God, where did that come from? I was like That's a bit good. of a, I was a bit of a surprise kind of wild card on sports day. So I used to have like a little moment of joy doing the hundred meters. Well, maybe you've missed out because you're pretty leggy, aren't you? I'm, so I'm all legs. You're all legs. Yeah. So maybe you've, you, there's a sportsman within you. You're not aware of, you just didn't try out the right ones. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the thing is I'm not competitive at all. And I've no interest in um, doing any sort of exercise. Right. And they're two of the three kind of tent poles of sport, aren't they, really? Yeah. Like, I'm happy as long as we're all having a nice time. I've got a really competitive girlfriend. And, like, whenever we go and do anything like bowling with friends, and I'm always just like, I'm just having a lovely day. And she's like, well, you're ruining my day by not being good enough. So I, I could never do sport like that then. See, that's interesting because I was quite competitive at school, but I was never good enough at a sport to really excel at. So it was frustrating for me because I had the competitive, but just not the talent. Did you do that thing then where you kind of went, oh, I just don't want to do this. Like it's for yeah. the losers. If, if, <laughs> so, okay, this is a prime example. I was okay at running. Like I'm five foot two. So I really tried. You can yeah, imagine yeah, very yeah. short can, legs. Yeah. And one year when anyone who was good at sport, it kind of like there'd be like a regional um, competition at a place called Saffron Lane in Leicester. And it would be a proper sports track. And Caroline Cochran, who was the best runner, always won every year, she was ill. So they were like, mm-hmm. we need someone. They were like, Amy, do you want to run at Saffron Lane? And I was like, oh my God, like 100 metres. I was like, wow. So obviously I said yes, but the nerves were so bad. On the day, I asked someone who was doing the long jump, which I had never done before, and I'm five for two, to switch with me <laughs> so I didn't have to run in front of the stadium. So this girl was like, yeah, I'll do it. She didn't place very well. And I was in the middle of the like pitch where no one could see me and obviously came last in the long jump. I, the pressure was too much. I couldn't handle it. And I was just like, I know I'm not going to win that, so I can't go through with it. That's pathetic. That is. Whereas I'd have just been like, well, I'm really glad I gave it a go. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's very much handle- my outlook on everything. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I dare we ask Dylan how you were, uh, were you golden boy at school? Well, I don't mean to brag, but, <laughs> yeah, but I'm on, absolutely going mo- to. Have your moment. Well, yeah. So I played county cricket, football and rugby and then went on to play for Wales at rugby and then sort of ditched the other two sports and, well, all the other sports and focused on rugby. Um, so, yeah. so you, you played for your country for yeah. professionally. Right. Yeah, well, I got to yeah, you know, well, all, yeah. all, like, <laughs> all age groups. And I played for the seven aside, which you probably mean, means nothing to you in rugby. But I didn't play for proper Wales. So I played like up to under 21s and then okay. sevens. But the ones you see in the Six Nations and stuff, I didn't No, no, play no. For them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I thought I was quite close at some points. But... Could, you, could you have played for Wales in the Six Nations? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that level of confidence is yeah. something I dream to yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, not now, you know, a bit old now, but... Yeah. There was a point where that could have been your trajectory. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a realistic goal of mine for a couple of years before realising, ah, maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe I should go and do something else in my life. Wow, but just to get that far is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like once again, you're probably like, well, you failed because you didn't play for Wales properly. And I'm like, how <laughs> no. good for you? No, I'm actually yeah. like, how incredible you can even say that sentence that, yeah, I was, that's, that's quite something. Yeah, I pl- I, but I played every sport, you know, every single sport going, I played. And you enjoyed them? Yeah, I enjoyed okay, everything. I was quite shit at swimming. 
Yeah. Is there not one you hate it? Because like I would have a bash at everything. Like I despise netball. And it was be- really? like when, you know, being a girl at school, that was like the go-to sport. Well, like, it was like the only one they offered you, really. For- yeah. Until about 2002, it was just like, netball for the girls, please. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. And I'd be like, right, well, I want to be centre because there's no point in being anywhere near the net. But it was just really horrible. It was always cold. The ball would always land on your fingers, you know, and jar your fingers, which was so painful. Um, and again, I just wasn't that good. So it was just a, a complete waste of my time. I enjoyed playing the boys' girls in netball. That was quite good fun. Was I mean we never did that. My my we used to, we used to thrash the girls as well. To be honest, did you? My mum. <laughs> there's no fun in that. Like, no, I know. I shouldn't say that. I, I, I yeah. There was nothing that was that. I don't know. Fun. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even played netball. Oh, I quite like trampolining. <laughs> that's good fun. <laughs> yeah, tram- I mean, yeah. that's sort of on that line between sport and circus act, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very blurry bit of sports. I, I, that was good fun. Did yeah. you do trampolining in the Olympics, or is that a stupid question already? Um, I think they, they do it professionally, don't they? They do it professionally. I'm not sure if it's in the Olympics. It's, you know, gymnastics is very trampolini. But I don't think it's, it's trampoline. Trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Technical term. Technical here. Uh, but no, trampolining, I don't think, is in the actual Olympics. But yeah, it is a professional sport. Okay, fine. Oh, and I used to like that one as well, where you're on a mat with a ribbon. <laughs> did you? Yeah. You probably never no, got to no, do that. Did it. You'd have like in gymnastics, you have a stick with a ribbon on the end. Yeah, it's like, do a bit of it's d- like... I love dance. So I, I played for Wales in that. <laughs> no, joking, joking. <laughs> it's like... Dressage without the horse. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It's like an imaginary friend. It's like, great. You know, lower class dressage. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, cool. cool. I Fine, enjoyed yeah, that. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much. I mean, I did. You know what might shock you? I actually did A level PE. Oh, alright. Yeah, just because I was. I think, if I'm honest, I picked subjects which I didn't think would be that hard. So I did like okay. theatre studies, PE. Um, but I because oh, you never wrote anything down. Yeah, classics. Um, Cl- classics was, wasn't easy. Oh, wasn't it? But that, that was like the go-to, wasn't it? For- classics? What's- classics is like Greek literature and oh, things yeah. like that. It's yeah, but hard, you know, it's not like a, a real one, like, you know, geography, history. It isn't. It's not a real one. And I still got a D uh, in classics <laughs> at GCSEs. Well, I got a DNA level PA, so clearly it wasn't. Really? Much. Yeah, yeah. What did you do? Like, keep forgetting your trainers? <laughs> yes, I know. But it's quite, it was just quite hard. It was a lot oh, harder it, than I thought. Do you know, if, do you know if, if you represent your country... At a, at, at a sport, <laughs> you get an automatic A in your physical for PE. Do a, you really? A levels, yeah, automatic A. Didn't even have to do the physical test. That, automatic you A. You see, sport gets you everywhere. Yeah. It really does get you yeah. So you missed out. You could have, you know, if you'd have taken running seriously, Matt. I, I should have <laughs> taken it more seriously. Like, I did run for my county at one oh, point right. when I was I like 13. That. And then, um, but then I just sort of got lost interest. Yeah. Then I decided that um, sport wasn't my way forward. I started doing magic at kids' parties because I thought that was the way to um, really land the babes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I left my sporting well, it background behind. it worked for um, David Copperfield. He married Claudia Schiffer. It absolutely did. And I'll tell you what, I was 13, and eight years later, I had my first babe. So, what? 21, <laughs> I lost really, my really So, yeah, really, really invested my time into that. Yeah. Wow. Don't meet a lot of women at kids' parties who aren't already married with children. So, yeah. <laughs> or children themselves. Pretty unique pickup, that. I wasn't expecting it. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much our, our yeah. We don't know anything. Background, yeah, but we are, don't know anything. Really, don't worry. really have any interest. We're starting low. You yeah. will, you will learn. So okay, set fine. Set the bar low. I thought what'd be interesting if is if we look at the sports news of the week and see yeah. if it if we n- know about it. Okay. Because sometimes I do see things and I'm like, oh, that maybe that's interesting. But then I, you know, don't the last time I read a sports news story was. Um, 
it's Rebecca Vardy's account. <laughs> That's yeah. the closest I get to a sports news story. Yeah. Okay, so Dylan, you hit us with some news stories and we'll see, we'll see what we know. Okay, so the first story, you know, I'd like to say it's a pretty big one, but let's see uh, if you know it. So Gareth Bale has just joined Spurs or rejoined Spurs on a season-long loan. So it's been a bit of a saga about Gareth Bale's transfers. So first off, do you know who Gareth Bale is? Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you genuinely? He played Batman. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christian Bale. <laughs> it's like, wow. He's he was Welsh a, as well, though. What a, yeah, he is. He absolutely is Welsh. Is Gareth Bale Welsh? Yeah, I've given it away there. Yeah, he's Welsh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. He's got long hair. Yeah, he's got like a yeah, bit of a like a man bun. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds um, like a cool guy. Yeah. But do you know do you know what sport he plays? Yeah, football. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Spurs football. are a, yeah. Spurs are a. I mean, actually, it's quite misleading because Spurs are something used in horse riding, so it's not really yeah. a football thing, is it? But, so yeah. So he he's one of the world's best footballers. Okay. And he's just rejoined Tottenham Hotspur. Do you know what club he's rejoined from? Where he went? It, uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. There we go. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. you. So he's been in Spain for the last six years. And when he signed for them, well, yes, six years ago-ish, it was a pretty big story. It was actually the world record transfer at the time. Um, I ask though, why do they do these loans? Like, I don't know. Exactly. How, how does, does that work? work? Like, oh, what, you're not performing? Or is he like, oh, can I just go and help Spurs out? That, I don't get that at all. So quite often, like people will go on loan if they're not like playing week in, week out for their club and they need some sort of match sort of practice and they go to usually a lesser club to, to try and, and get some match time. Yeah. In this instance, the reason is that his wages are so high that no other club can afford to pay his wages. So the loan deal is that basically Spurs are paying 50% of his wages, whereas Madrid are basically taking the hit on the other 50%. Because but why isn't he playing full time for Madrid? Well, he is, but they kind of want to get rid of him because his wage is too high. How much is, how much is too Go high? On. Well, do you, do you want to hazard a guess? Or I, so football is done on a weekly wage basis. So yeah. Hazard um, uh, I mean, the only time I've ever worked on a weekly wage is when I worked in a shop. It's like footballers <laughs> and shop workers yeah. are the only two people. Yeah. And it's like £93 a week or £300,000 a week. Like, is it going to be... It's, I well, reckon north of £300,000 a so week. So his, his actual wage is £600,000 a week. A week? A week. Jesus. So Spurs are paying 300000 So you're right on the one that Spurs are paying. I mean, what a bargain for Spurs there. <laughs> yeah. £300,000 a week for 50% of but his But then wages. also, I have to ask this. So when... When they tra- you know, when they when a team like sign a player, they pay another club for it. That money doesn't go to the player; that goes to the club. That goes that gets split in a variety of ways. Okay, because I was going to say because yeah. that, that feels like they're paying them three hundred thousand pounds a week, and then they're like, and we pay them twenty five million. No, come. yeah, they'll also get a pretty decent signing on fee as well. Okay, um, but yeah, so his six hundred thousand pound a week wage at Real Madrid for the last six years. So I think that's thirty million pounds a year. So. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Just retire. Um, and he also got. So, he, he why also is he still play a year yeah. of football and then bow out. Well, so, so this is why Madrid want to get rid of him because he hasn't really been performing because oh. he's been slightly distracted. By what? what? A lady? No, not a lady. He's got a lady and he's got a family. But I mean, let, let's just let's not pretend that that stops football is anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, but basically, he's he he's he's fond of golf. So firstly, he's been injured a lot. So he's had a bit of injury problems. So they're like, oh god, he's bloody injured again. If they're injured, money. do they still get paid their six hundred thousand pounds? Absolutely. You just absolutely. go down, wouldn't you? Yeah, just do a little. Yeah. Oh my ankle. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're saying this like because we, we couldn't be bothered to play, whereas I think they actually enjoy it. Okay. Do they? Fine. But the pressure. I can handle the pressure of being paid six hundred thousand pounds a week. That's 
I mean, to, I, think, he, I think I'd get used to it quite well, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> he's delivered as well. He's delivered good value. You know, since he's been there, they've won Champions Leagues. They've won titles. He has scored big goals and big, okay. big, big games okay. for them. So, so for a while, he was worth the money, but just not at the moment. Yeah, he's been a little bit injured. And also, he's... Like, what, what, what they think is that his focus has been on playing for Wales. So he always plays for Wales, but he's always injured for Madrid, but he always plays for Wales. And also, he plays a lot of golf. He's basically a semi-professional golfer whilst getting paid shitloads to play football for them. Oh, is he going to be one of these that transitions into a different sport? That would be quite interesting. He could do. He, he is very good at golf. Oh, very that's wow. not fair. Yeah, You're not allowed two no. things. Yeah. So it, it, it's got so bad that the the headline in the local Madrid newspaper, like the Sun or, you know, of, yeah. or the Times that were in Madrid was in Spanish, obviously, Wales Golf Madrid in that order, basically saying he doesn't give a shit about Madrid, we're paying him all his money and it's Wales Golf Madrid. So when he then went to play for Wales, again, like, oh, he was injured for Madrid, but he was fit for Wales. So he played for Wales, they won a big game. Is that a, the I've got to ask, is that a standards thing? Because like Wales don't feel like a team that are always in like the top tier of football internationally. Well, traditionally they haven't, but because of people like Bale, they got the semi-finals of the Euros in 2016. So okay, okay. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But, but traditionally not. Okay. But yeah, for Wales are having a bit of a sort of twilight years of they've got a couple of good players, mainly him who's been carrying the team, but they've got a couple of good players, so they're doing well at the moment. Um, but they actually put together this headline in the newspaper. So when he then went back to play for Wales and, you know, he scored the goal and they qualified and all this stuff, all the players were celebrating at the end of the match and someone gave him the Welsh flag that had Wales Golf Madrid in it. So you'd think that he would be a little bit coy. Uh-uh. He was like celebrating. So I've actually got a photo here. To show me, so so this is the flag, and this is him. Oh, that's a bit celebrating wildly with his flag, that's basically a bit mocking them, yeah, yeah. Oh. rubbing in their faces a little bit. I mean, oh, if, yeah, I was going to say, can't they just go see you later? But then, if he is, well, he was see, performing. I thought they'd given him a flag, and it was in Spanish still, so we just had no idea. Yeah, that was <laughs> no, no, because it feels like they all go to these countries for years and don't really bother, do they? Learning like you don't go to Spain. Well, that's another criticism of him. They're He's like, look, bothered. you've come here. You play golf, you go back and play for Wales, you haven't learned the language, you don't give a shit, you're injured all the time, and we're paying you 600 grand a week. Can you please leave? You'd get you'd get like a Rosetta Stone for six <laughs> yeah, six hundred grand a week. Isn't there a footballer? Now this is something I saw. It was on YouTube. Um, or was it a manager that puts on a bit of an accent to try and sound like he's making an accent? Uh, there was, yeah, there effort. was, yeah. Steve McLaren, yeah, <laughs> ex England manager. Really he went to Holland to manage a team up there. Yeah, and his first uh, press conference, he started speaking with a Dutch accent. Also, I think um, Joey Barton did it as well when he went to France. That's it, He's yeah. had to speak with a French accent. <laughs> Basically, not trying to speak French, speaking English with a classic sort of French accent. Like, like saying, like, I've been playing le football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been playing that, le yeah. football and sometimes I go to the library with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, other, the inter- interesting thing with Bale, the interesting with Bale is that he's got a sort of quite a distinctive celebration when he scores a goal. So I'll so- show you a picture of this as well. Okay. So that is his go-to celebration when he scores. So oh, that is so Instagram. I was not expecting that. Yeah, so that's it. So he, he's got that trademark. So I mean, any I'm, guesses I'm not, he he's that? got that trademark. He's got that trademark, yeah. So no one else in football can... So if I do... Because do I'm doing it now, do I now owe <laughs> Gareth Bale some money? Well, it's it's the trademark. So the celebration is called the 11 of hearts because it's number 11. Number yeah. 11 is his shirt number. Um, that is worth £3 million a year. Oh, my. So I just top that up from the £30 million. 
I mean, this guy's greedy, isn't he? I really wish. And uh, any, any just why he does the heart, other than trying to get three million. Um, I think, I think he thinks, you know what? I'm not. I'm just not unlikable enough. I really need people <laughs> yeah, to sort of like, get more annoyed with me. So I'm going to do this really annoying thing. I'm going to name it after a card that doesn't exist. That's the bit annoying <laughs> yeah. about that the most. Uh, anyway, it's a, bit bo- it? it's a bit boring, really. It's for his wife. Oh, okay. Who was a childhood well, sweetheart. They're still together. Okay, well, bit boring. she's lucked out, hasn't bit she? Boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got together in school. Yeah, it got together in school. You're like, wow. oh yeah, I'll let, I'll let Gareth Bale, you know, have a little feel under the jumper. <laughs> 15 years yeah. later, you're spending 15 million a year. Brilliant. Great. So, so his transfer, this has been a saga for about two years. Who's going to sign him? Where's he going to go to? And all that kind of stuff. So he's finally gone back to Spurs, but he's injured. So he's not going to play for another like three or four what, weeks. What kind of injuries are we talking about when he gets them? Small injuries, like really? niggles, hamstrings, calves. Ingrowing toenails. Yeah. This, yeah. I've got, so uh, I've got to ask this as well, because I know that football is classically a young man's game. Is he a bit older then? And that's why this is happening. Um, he's about 30 now, so he's not really spring chicken, but he's not really an old, old no, no, no. Yet. Yeah, he's got a few years left in him, so we'll see. But yeah, so that's been like a big sort of transfer okay. saga sports story okay. of the summer. We've learned and something. And that's done. Yeah. Okay. Great. I mean, and, we've uh, learned something, yeah. but I now really dislike this man. <laughs> yeah. Is he, is he like liked generally or is he? He's liked in this country. He's okay. idolized by Spurs fans. Right. Because he was amazing for them. He signed for like 90 million yeah. and now he's back. So he's got a lot of pressure. He's got high expectations. How's he thought of in Wales? Is he a real local hero? Oh, hero. Absolute hero. He, okay. he got Wales to the Euros for the first time in 50 mm. odd years. Not just that, but he got us to the semi-finals as well. Okay, fine. Right, well. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Well, yeah, it seems like, I mean, yeah. it just seems like he's really sort of taken it the It just seems a bit provocative, which, you know, it's better than a dull footballer. Well, like, something. you know what? If I, was, if I was skiving off work, I wouldn't make such a big song and dance about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing I was skiving off work to do, I wouldn't then become semi-professional in. Yeah. He, which would be he, hard he, when he gets Netflix and masturbating. <laughs> Every time he plays golf, there's a there's a photographer there papping him. It's in the newspaper. Oh, there he is playing golf again. You just wouldn't for a while, <laughs> would you? You'd be like, you know what? It's like, basically, it's it's him and Donald Trump or who just, shouldn't be playing yeah. golf as much as... Wear a disguise. Like, why yeah. doesn't he just buy or create his own golf course as well? So, well, no he, one can... well that, so he, he's bought a house for his parents in Wales and he has built three golf holes in the garden. It's not a garden, is it? That's a field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's got three, like, not a golf course, but three holes of a golf course in his garden and okay. space for more. So, yeah. There you go. Done it. Yeah. I've me, but it surely she just, like, buy Celtic Manor or something and just go and play every yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, there we go. So Gareth That's Hill. in Newport and no one wants to buy a house there. True. Yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Someone's at my front door. Give me a second. Hang on, Amy. This podcast is more important than someone at your door trying to just sell you some double glazing. Now, normally I'd agree, but I'm expecting my delivery from Beer 52. What is Beer 52? You've not heard of Beer 52? Do you like craft beer, Matt? Who doesn't? I love craft beer. Well, you need to get involved with Beer 52. It's the world's largest beer club with over 150,000 members and they deliver a case of hand-picked beer with a different theme every month. So a case of beers from around the world without having to leave my house, which I currently can't legally do. Amazing. Exactly. And Sports Virgins listeners can get their first eight beers completely free, plus a free snack and magazine. What? kind of magazine i've already got quite a diverse selection of niche magazines. it's a magazine about beer matt ah right i really need to get this matt hang on what's the catch 
There's fewer catches than David James had on a bad day. All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash sports virgins and cover the postage costs of $5.95. And bingo, eight free beers delivered to your door. And you can pause or cancel at any time. I'm sure that was a very funny joke, but who is David James? Don't know. I think he was a cricketer or something like that. What if I only like light beers? Can I just order those? Of course you can. Just the finest light or mixed beers from around the world. Right then, you better answer that door because I'm heading to www.beer52.com forward slash sports virgins right now to get mine. It was someone selling double glazing. Ah, I knew it. So the next sports story yes. is into the world of golf. Oh, oh, this is now this is an area that I do struggle with. Like football, I can really understand how people get passionate about it. And I do when it's England. And I think that's from a, a sort of because I think I love the glory. I really understand that. And I can feel that. But golf is something that I, I cannot get my head around. Like not just playing it a bit, but watching it. How on earth can you find that? I don't get it. You know what annoys me about golf is my, my dad plays golf, but my dad watches golf on Sky Sports 9 or something, whatever it's on. Um, but sometimes my mum will be like, oh, let's go for a nice walk. And he's like, I'm not going for a walk. Yet you give him three of his friends and make it 5am and he's happy to walk miles yeah. down some bloody golf course. A good walk spoiled is what they say golf is. Yeah, it? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the, what's so, the story? So the story is that uh, an American golfer called Bryson DeChambeau, um, I'm not Great expecting name. you to have heard of him because Great he's not name. that yeah. well known. But he's just won his first golf major, which is the, the US Open, but under quite controversial circumstances. So he was like one of the middle of the road normal golfers, but he's known as the mad scientist. He's very unorthodox. He's a qualified scientist. So he takes a very sort of scientific approach to his golf and literally everything. So Ooh. he's very different to the rest. He looks different, he plays different, tactically he's different. Uh, which is fine, but he was normal. But over the lockdown period, he decided the science experiment, he was going to experiment with his body and he put on 40 pounds worth of muscle. So he basically changed his body shape into a bit of like a a bodybuilder and he's now stacked basically. And you would have seen golfers. Golfers aren't the most athletic of sports people. I mean, they're a lot more athletic these days, but you know, this guy basically looks like a rugby player in amongst all the golfers. Um, And everyone's like, oh, that's ridiculous. That'll never, you know, help. And the first major tournament, he absolutely thrashed everybody um, and won the tournament easily. Giving golf gains. So that's what we're going to do. Well, that's what we're going to see now is ripped golfers. Jacked up golfers. That's it. Because he's proved that it's right. You know what? Like we've all done um, experiments in lockdown, like putting on 40 pounds of muscle. (laughs) I did the same. Like it's... I it's can tell. Really, it's really yeah. benefited the comedy. Yeah, I bet. Um, I walk on stage and everyone's like, well, he is going to really do well at this because <laughs> of his muscles. I yeah. Mean, but, but, so what, what do you reckon the problem is then? What, what, you know, why is this a problem? His clothes don't fit anymore. His and, shirt's too tight. True. There's a good and, few pictures of him. And golfers' clothes are silly anyway, aren't they? They love a wild trouser. Um, <laughs> they do, they do. Other golfers are jealous of how sexy he is? Well, I think the, the problem is that he basically hits the ball too far. Which is stupid because the whole goal of golf is to get the ball in the hole in as little shots as possible. So, you know. So what he's done is he's basically started to play the sport differently to everyone else and they've all gone, it's not fair. That's essentially the problem. Basic, I mean, you know, the the other sort of slight nuance here is that golf courses are set up with hazards. Do you know what kind of hazards we were talking about here on a golf course? Sand, sand, water, rough. Rabbits. Rough. And also... (laughs) Trees is the other one. Trees. trees. Generally, yeah. you know, you've got trees, sand, water. And the, uh-huh. when they design the courses, they put the hazards in places where people tend to hit the ball to try and make it a bit harder. 
You know, okay. a bit more strategic. Do you go for it? Do you not? Do you take the risk? He's hitting it so far that the hazards are now basically irrelevant. He's smashing over the Just hazards. going straight so over it. Is he got a new style as well? Do you remember, have you seen Happy Gilmore? <laughs> I knew I mean, you were going to reference he, Happy is, Gilmore. Is he literally doing a run-up and then whacking it? it there's I no, love that. There's no run-up, but oh. he's basically smashing it as hard as possible, which a lot of people would say is not going to work because he'll be too erratic. Yeah. But no, he's hitting, hitting it straight. And oh, he's that's and amazing. He's so he's just cutting through the corners they naturally put in gold. Yeah, games. yeah. And See, I just yeah. think this is this is just sour grapes then. Yeah, yeah. I, agree, I agree. And also, it seems to me, I don't know, like I said, I don't know that much, but you always hear about golf widows and women complaining, oh, my husband's always at the golf course too much. It seems to take a very long time. Yes, yeah. So surely this is brilliant because it will cut <laughs> that time in half. I and mean, everyone's going to be happy, right? I mean, I just want to see him play crazy golf. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Just like, you know, with his muscles just taking out a seven-year-old. They should make that a sport because... What, the full-size crazy golf? Yeah, because the obstacles are, f- are more fun, aren't they? The obstacles, let's be honest, in golf are a bit basic. Oh, here's a sand pit. Oh, <laughs> I'm not five. Whereas crazy golf, they've got like those giant mouths that open and close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got like a little town or something. That's entertaining. So... I don't know if they've yeah. thought about that. L- l- <laughs> little windmill on the golf course. Exactly. Well, no, like a windmill on the golf yeah. course. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Good hazard, actually. Yeah. I think, basically, they're upset because he's making golf better. I th- I- Look, I th- there's a lot of traditionalists well, and purists mm. in golf. And I, I enjoy innovation and progress. So I, I'm all for it. I think, I, like I mean, the, 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 the little I like I know about sport is that we should be pushing the human body as far as possible. Like, I'm for doping because I want to see how quick we can go. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, not, I'm not interested in all this. Well, it's not fair. I want to see, like, the three-second hundred yeah, meters. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with golf like this, like, everyone's going, well, it's not traditional. It's not how we do things. Let's push and push and push until, until golf is like, if you don't get a hole in one, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't even know, like when you get a hole in one, I mean, this is how little I know, but but, so do you have to, how many pots do you have to get before you get? uh, It depends what par the golf hole is. There we go. So like, basically, I mean, it's one of the few sports I know about because my dad tried to make me into it when I was 10. Um, uh, If you, if you hit, so if your, if your holes are par four, you have to hit it in four shots. You've lost me on par Par is just shots, basically. Right. So you have to get it in the hole in four shots. If he takes more, then you're like under par and like oh, you get uh, bogey and all this. And this is, yeah, they've got funny words and like handicap. And then if, you're, and stuff. if you hit it like one under par, it's a birdie. Birdie, yeah. And then it's an eagle and then an albatross. Yeah, if yeah, it's three yeah. That's so silly. So if you're on a par four <laughs> hole yeah. and you hit it in one, you get an albatross. So you only score one point, whereas everyone else might be scoring four. So you just, and golf is all about the least amount of points you can finish in. Right. Yeah, bang on, bang on. Oh my okay. God, that was, I mean, that was quite. don't sit too close to me, you might get pregnant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty manly. That was pretty sexy. <laughs> so to, to finish up on Bryson, so his nickname was the Mad Scientist. Yeah. It's now the Incredible Bulk. Oh, I like it. Of course. It. Yeah. Oh, of course. Clever. Genius. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to follow this guy. This guy, this could be the answer to me getting into golf, this guy. Like, is, he, yeah. uh, is he a looker? He, nah, not really, mm. but you know, he's, he's pretty jacked. So yeah, have a look at But him, is he so. too jacked? Because there is a fine line, isn't there? Between yeah. That's nice, isn't there? there there's, what are you there's taking? Some, there's some photos of him. Oh gosh, he's not got a neck, has he? He's, he's, got a, he's got a nice little flat cap as well. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, he does look like a thumb, but apart from that, <laughs> yeah. where he's bulked out his neck so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so interesting you mentioned doping. So, yes. Um, We'll go on to the next news story. Mm-hmm. Is that the, the Tour de France just finished? 
oh, this week. Yeah. So I, you know, tell me you know what sport Tour de France is. Oh, yes. I didn't know it was on though. Yeah. I mean, I know what it is, but I, I, it's just I finished. Didn't know. We don't have access to it anymore. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> 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 nothing to do with ourselves. <laughs> so go on, then t- tell me about Tour de France. What, what's <clears throat> they go on a big bike round around France. Oh, they ride loads of bikes around, and um, uh, you, even if you come, even if you cross the line first, you might not be the person that's won. It's all very. I don't understand how Is it. Is that works. right? Yeah, because it's all done in stages, and sometimes yeah. they do a stage in Yorkshire, and no one knows why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just come here <laughs> yeah. for a bit. Oh, oh, I was going to run. Okay. It's, and it takes. It's days, isn't it? It's days and days it lasts. Like a couple oh, yeah, of weeks, like maybe. nearly a month, yeah. Oh, a month. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually yeah. just realised how little I do know. But so where does it start? I mean, is there a... France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, generally, it, it go, it's all in France. There have been a couple of anomalies where they've been in Yorkshire and things a couple of times. Don't know why, but that's just, just a bit random. Just mixing it up a bit? What's... Yeah, because actually yeah, I've sure. been somewhere where I, I think it came to Nottingham once. Right. Years ago. Because I'm sure I stood on, on the... the tour de, tour de De Britain, do they call it that? Or Tour of Britain, oh, probably. Tour of England. All I remember is Bradley Wiggins rode past me. Did he? Yeah. Okay. So, and yeah. Are you sure? Because, I mean, he's from not that far from there. Maybe he's just out going to maybe. the shop. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe it was just one of those bell ends that wears all the gear. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> might be like, someone I, on the way to the office. Well, either way, I waved at him. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely day. Did you cheer him on? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so basically it's uh, 21 days, actually. And oh, wow. there's 35 cities in France. And it's a tad hilly. So they go through the Alps and the Pyrenees. Yep. And... Uh, basically, it's it's like cycling from London to Birmingham every single day up mental hills back to back. Horrible. Cycling. So I signed up to a charity cycle ride, which was 500 kilometers across a part of America, Yosemite to oh, San Francisco. Wow. And I was well excited because I loved the idea of being in Yosemite in San Francisco yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and seeing the landscape. And I just thought, yeah, I can ride a bike. I, I like riding a bike. It's fine. Bought a bike, all the gear, no idea. Got on it. Went on a cycle ride with my boyfriend who I was doing it with. And within 20 minutes, I was actually in tears on a hill because I was like, I cannot believe how hard this is. It was so hard, brutal. Yeah. And so on the actual bike ride, it was okay. But the training was just, I, you know, people did go, you oh, you'll get the bug, you'll get the bug. Yeah, I did it. But it was hard. But I did not get the bug. I literally just sold my bike, actually. It was in my shed. But I know, I, I know people get obsessed with it. But again, I'm like, I just don't. My girlfriend's dad loves, like he, he did the one it. you do in um, London. You know, you go through the Surrey Hills. The, yeah. The yeah. Miles. The ride 100. I couldn't think of anything worse. I thought it's also it's just a bit like it's a bit stressful cycling because there's cars and things normally. I don't imagine there is on the Tour de France so much. Well, there isn't, but the crowd. If you've seen any of the videos yeah, of I the have. finishing stages, the crowds are just insane. They're just in your face and they just get in the way. But there's not normal cars. There's not like no, traffic no, no. or anything. Fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. It just seems a bit long. But they but you know Lance Armstrong like they do love they do love a bit of drugs, don't they? In that sport. Hey. Is, I mean, I might know what this story is, actually, of all of these. I yeah. don't know anything else. Is this where, because Bradley, they're saying that Bradley Wiggins was probably doing it. Well, no, it, there's a oh, bit of controversy around it. Yeah, okay. there, there was a jiffy bag and nobody knows what was in the jiffy bag. And This was all, the current one that's just ended. Oh, no, this was, God, in the last five to ten years. I oh, thought, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's all um, come out recently. But the, the Brits have dominated the Tour de France for the last, I don't know, six years or so. Okay. And the French are like, nah, not having that. Cheating, cheating, cheating. So there's accusations left, right and centre. And to be fair, the sport hasn't got the best track record. 
So no, you, it's really it's really bad, isn't it? It's yeah, like really all bad. Of them. I mean, you know, they're all clean, so everyone thinks now, but everyone thought that Lance Armstrong was clean as well for many years. Well, that was the thing with him because I I was I used to be really into Lance Armstrong before you know realized what was going on. But I mean, why but, were you into him if you weren't into cycling in any because, way? Because like, it was an inspirational story. Because you know, he lost this the guy had, No, but he had like brain cancer and he had you know and he fought back and then he won all these Tour de France's. Like, so I got really yeah, fair invested it's an incredible in that story. Song. It it's is. an incredible. Yeah. Story, but then, but then I also felt when it all happened, and it all came out. It's like, well, yes, he was doing it, but then everyone else was. That's so the, how do they regulate? Like, are they not even at a stage where they've sorted that out? Because well, no, they get tested a lot, but they were always one step ahead of the testing. Yeah, onto the next drug. Yeah, exactly, onto the new sort of technique. Well, because um, I think the problem is, is you go, I'm. I think you probably go into the sport going, I'm never going to dope, and then everyone else is doing it so yeah, you're like well if i even annoying. want to try and compete i just need to do it to be on the same level as yeah, my competitors yeah. i mean look i'd like to think that it's all clean now but there's so many gray areas so you get these things like tues or TUs, therapeutic use exemptions so basically if you have asthma you're allowed to take medication for the asthma which happens to be performance enhancing but you're taking it because you've got asthma. Oh. If you've got hay fever, you're allowed to take certain products that are on the banned list because it treats your hay fever. Now, lo and behold, every single cyclist, they've all got asthma, they've all got hay fever. It's just about finding a doctor that will sign it off. Yeah, and it's all about the marginal gains and, you know, bending the legality. So it's all grey, but they're all doing it. So I like to think there's nothing more sinister than that, especially as the Brits have been dominating, like Chris Froome, Geraint Thomas, and obviously Bradley Wiggins. Yeah. Um, but it seems yeah. like a stressful sport to be on top of that. All that it's like, oh, I really want to be good at this, but I'm going to have to cheat a little bit. Or, yeah. you know, what have I got to take this week? Um, one, of my, one of my favorite things I've ever seen in sport, a couple of years ago, there was a skier who was arrested um, in an anti-doping scandal and they walked into his hotel room as he was having a blood transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> like they walked in, like it was all being filmed, like this kind of bust and um, by the police and yeah he was literally on the bed did he try and deny it yeah I think he did and they're like we've caught you like literally red handed like you know there's... it's not what you think yeah yeah, yeah. oh it's oh it was I'm just you're just borrowing this blood <laughs> yeah. for a bit um, but once again it's, it's like something that that is doping because it gives you an extra an, an extra increase of oxygen in your blood mm. so it's not always like they're taking drugs for it there's loads of weird yeah. things yeah. they can do it's actually quite interesting the doping thing like I think once again let's just push it how fast can we go yeah yeah. Maybe if, do you think if they just opened it up and went do you know what take what you want and let's see who is the fastest but, but also, if everyone's it would be taking less... stuff like if you, if you unban everything surely that's the same as banning loads of stuff because everyone's going to do their it's own it's all fair thing. game yeah it's all fair game yeah. it's, it's more it's, fair it's, it's, it's a bit it's all, mucky it's all money sponsorship and all yeah. that stuff isn't it the Olympics go on yeah yeah, yeah. Stuff. well you can't really have uh, the Tour de France this year brought to you by cocaine yeah <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by very a lot of cocaine right? yeah. yeah the Colombian tourist board <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's now taking three days and they've all stopped halfway through to um, discuss what businesses they're going to set up with each other and talk about um, their achievements. Uh, so clearly you know a little bit about Tour de France. So what, what about the different colour jerseys they have? Do you know anything about that at all? I know Lance had the yellow ones when he Team won. Sky. Yeah. That was Sky, wasn't it? Who I always thought were they, were associated with the TV people, but that's probably not true. No, they were. They were. They were oh, oh, my by, God, amazing. By, by, by Sky, yeah. Team Sky was the British team. It was sponsored by Sky. They're, they're called Team Ineos now, right. which is something else. Um, but whoever's leading wears the yellow jersey, hence why you think Lance Armstrong was wearing yellow, but that's not his colour. Whoever's leading that race and that day wears the yellow jersey. So you can change jerseys per yeah, day. Yeah, so you don't wear your kit that day, you wear the yellow jersey because you're in the lead. Oh. But there's also the green jersey and the polka dot jersey. 
so the red and white spots so any guesses guesses? Uh, Um, red and white spots polka dot sounds like an embarrassment especially for French people who are very (laughs) fashion conscious if you fell off a lot the the day day before yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. it's like the dunce cap it's like you're (laughs) in the polka dots you idiot how can you even wear that you know (laughs) yeah Uh, so the polka dot is king of the mountains so you have a lot of hills in the sort of France and you have certain stages where it finishes on a hill and whoever wins the hilly sort of stages wears the king of the mountains for the rest of the run no until the next hill okay (laughs) till the next hill yeah it sounds relentless and also it's one of the few sports where because there's stages like you could be smashing it for a day and then have a terrible day the next day yeah yeah it sort of changes so much but you know what i think it's kind of cute it's a bit like in school like if you get a gold star when (laughs) it's like here's your yellow jersey here's your polka dot one it's really sweet is it more for the other riders to go that's the guy i need that's my reference point or is it just well done you i'm not maybe yeah i'm not quite sure what the sort of original what was the other the the green jersey green jersey was the sprinters whoever's the fastest sprinter because some of the stages they'll have a sprint finish where the guys who are in the running for the overall title they don't want to get involved in that nonsense because you could fall and crash and hurt yourself and all that stuff so they get to maybe like a kilometer from the end and then they sit back and then the sprinters literally go for it to try and win a stage and then but they're not very good up the hills and stuff. So they will no. do the next day or something. Okay. So they're never in a chance of winning the overall thing. But the sprinters will try and win a stage. So then they, they can wear their green jersey. And I mean, because the crashes are pretty bad, aren't they? Yeah. There's so are. many cyc- How many cyclists are there in the Tour de France? Well, there are. Let's have a look here. There is 22 teams of eight. Who's good at maths? Absolutely not. 160. Oh no, 160. I was going to go for. Wow, that was 160, bad. Is it? 100. Well, 22. 10. So 10 teams of eight be 80. Oh yeah, that's you're right. 60. Yeah. So 160. Yeah, 176. Yeah. Wow. So, so so they're in teams of eight and they group together and they sort of slipstream a lot. So they basically protect the main rider. So every team will have a main rider. So like Bradley Wiggins when he won, he was the main rider. So. Do you, do you know the whole slipstreaming thing with, with cycling? I have heard this, actually, and I always thought it was a little bit unfair. It's basically, is it like if your teammate's doing really well, you do you go behind? No. Yeah, so, you, you, so the main guy will basically cycle behind the other team. So the other teams will protect him for the oh, wind, basically, so that he's using less energy. Oh, so, so then, he can then go and take the win. Yeah, and then toward, towards the end, they will go out to the, out to the side because they're knackered because they've been cycling into this mm. wind the whole time. Mm. And then that guy will bomb it up the hills. And will win. So that's why that main guy, so they'll protect him for the like 75%. It's a bit like Talladega Nights, you know, with Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like he always did that for him, didn't he? But do you ever get, do you ever think they just feel a bit pissed off? Like, oh, he's getting all the glory. I'm doing all the work. No, they must get their turn eventually. Like Bradley Wiggins was in the main, wasn't in the main team, was not the main rider and then eventually became it. Yeah, so you okay. kind of earn your stripes over the years. Oh, okay, got you. I was going to do any of them ever just go, I'm not going to move aside, I'm just going to go to the end. Yeah, it has happened. Do they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Drinking. this is when Geraint Thomas won. So he was like the support rider for Chris Froome, but then decided one day, sod this, I'm going for it, and was better than Froome and beat him. And it was a big no-no. It was like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Like the etiquette, that was all. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, but do you nice. think, like, beef. like with the golf, do you think, just go for it? Like, Not many people do, but some people do, yeah. I think, That's I quite, think fair enough. Yeah, yeah but then, because uh, uh, they do it in Formula One as well, don't they? Sometimes? Exactly, they do. And I yeah. do sometimes think, yeah. oh, that must, be, that must be hard to being the one to hold back. I but I think um, I need more drama in sport. Like, I want more, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want yeah. more confrontation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, that. that's borderline reality show stuff, isn't it? it so that would really drag me. Yeah, yeah. 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 drag me in if yeah. afterwards they did, like, sort of, like, Geordie Shaw-esque interviews being like, well, and then I just thought, I'm going to screw him over. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. I want. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's the Tour de France done. Okay. So we'll know everything about cycling. I've learned a lot in that. Yeah, there we go. I, that yeah, feels more like a sport I could get behind just because it's got loads of different stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be if it didn't have bikes in it, but... <laughs> The rest of it, I really, the shirt swapping, I love really into. And, and the lycra, the skin tight lycra. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get to wear yellow today. I just like the polka dots. It sounds cracking. Yeah. Um, right. We'll uh, go on to the next news story. Okay. So back to football. Yes. Um, so there was a, a match between Chelsea and Tottenham Hotspur, so Spurs again, yeah. um, in, in the week. And Eric Dyer, who plays for England and plays for Spurs, they were 1-0 down, Spurs, and there's 15 minutes to go. Diet legs it off the pitch. No, no substitutions left. He ran off the pitch, ran down the tunnel because he needed a number two. <laughs> and Jose Mourinho, who's the manager, I'm sure you know who he, he yeah. is, he chased after him saying, what the hell are you doing? And yeah. told him to hurry the hell up. Yeah. Um, and then he came back out. But thankfully, they didn't score a goal whilst they were down to 10 men. But... Yeah, so, so he just he, he just left the game. I mean, pull a Paul or a Radcliffe and at least just do it. Oh, and carry I don't know. Away. That was that. I'll never forget that. I mean, fair play, she has to do it, but that sort of ruined her career, didn't it? A bit like it ruined her, like standing with the public. <laughs> she did do a she did do a shit in the street. <laughs> like there's yeah. no way around that in in front of other people. Not, in front not, of not like Saturday night, in front of millions, <laughs> in front of millions of people. Like, yeah, we've I, all done a shit in the street in London. It's supposed to be being filmed and photo. That's awful, oh, yeah. isn't it? But um, um, th- th- there's a cracking YouTube video, and I mean, th- this stuff is made for YouTube. Let's see what. It oh, called. I don't know if I want to see this. It's called it's... Ten Athletes That Poop Their Pants During Competition. Oh no, Fabulous. I'm not into that. No <laughs> way. Fabulous. Well worth a watch. So I mean, if I was him and I'd done that, you'd at least I'd try and lie and just say, oh, I don't know, I, just, I thought I'd left the oven on and just. Need <laughs> Someone or something like to actually say, oh, I have to go and do a plot. Did, really did he? Was he not feeling very well, or was it just like badly timed? I just think he had the shits, and uh, oh, you know, no. like, I think there's Marine, nothing you can do. Marina no. wasn't sure if it was a number one or number two. So, oh, and we've never got to the bottom of it. Or... Afterwards, they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, afterwards, yeah. They did he, did he manage to use the toilet? At least, yeah, yeah, he did. He went. Yeah, he was pretty quick. Wasn't he? Find, did he wash his like hands? But I mean, that's probably fine. not actually. Yeah. I would find that difficult because, like, for me, a number two, that's like some prime phone time. <laughs> Yeah. You want like, a magazine? Yeah, yeah. I like, really take I'm, time. I'm buckling down for 20 minutes when I'm in there. So, so picture it. You're, you're having a number two. Rather you're, not. You're on your phone. <laughs> I'm on my phone. And Jose Mourinho's outside saying, hurry up, hurry up. And I'm like, oh, do you want to know the score? Once I, yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. find out for you, mate. I think it was quite risky for Mourinho because, you know, with the whole peer pressure, if he was having a number one, for example, like, it's not that helpful if someone's like looking over your shoulder saying, come on, yeah. hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. I can't go. go oh, on. see, I'm the opposite. Like, it encourages me. <laughs> Someone's there, yeah. Especially Jose Mourinho, actually. Yeah. <laughs> really. You get your girlfriend really to do. Come on. Me, I make them do the accent and everything. Yeah. Like, really gets my bowels going. Um, well, I guess you've got to. You've got to. If you've got. If you have to go, like the. It would have been worse if he'd shit himself on the pitch. Yeah, that, yeah, because that's what you've got to think of now. Like everything is documented and filmed. So yeah, it's not like doing take, it. In you the can't 50s. take a risk. So, so somebody, an extremely well-known player at the time, now probably the biggest broadcaster on BBC. Highest paid person on BBC, I, I would hazard a guess. Oh, Claudia Winkleman. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did a shit during a football match. No. For Leicester. Um, so, Italia 90, Football World Cup, Gary Lineker, on the pitch, did a cheeky little shit. In no, pants. he didn't. And then, basically, it, there's a video for it. He did. No, he, he didn't. He did, in his pants. And then he basically sat down. Bear in mind, there's loads of cameras, but there, there is footage of this. He basically pulls his pants to the side and basically does a doggy arse swipe on the pitch. No, he doesn't. A scoot. <laughs> They're called a scoot. My, my dog Peggy Sue does, does them. Yeah. Oh my he does the arse swipe. Peggy Sue. <laughs> Surely he didn't. 
need to do the scoot. The is, look at that in the nineties. Right, I'm going to find ruin it. a career now. You're the highest paid person on the BBC. I know. You, what, what we'll do? Well, so how we'll, did we'll I put not the video this? of this on okay. the episode description so that listeners can actually <gasps> see it. I don't. I don't know whether I should see this. All those crisps. Gary, Gary Lineker's a bit pure. You know, I'm a Leicester girl, born and bred. So he's like a, you know, he's a, he's a treasure. Look, mate, I've been out in Leicester. Like everyone's doing the scoot on the floor. 3 a.m. Matt, okay, here we go. Here I'm we not go. a scooter. All right, mate, whatever right. you say. I find okay. that... I'm going to put the volume on here. Oh. Oh, he did a sit down. <laughs> where's the? Where's it gone, though? Is it on the pitch? Just wipes it into the pitch. I've got to say, though, for, for techers, that's incredible. Cause I mean, I'm sure it's not like a curly log. I'm sure it's a bit like runny and orange. How was yeah. he down on the floor? Did he sit on the floor or did he do a fake fall over? No, he tackled someone, fell on the floor, and then whilst he was down there, like, jiggled around a bit. How did anyone ever find that out? Because I would, you would it's never really? look Has at he that. he spoken about it? Yeah. He, so when Eric Dyer did that, he tweeted saying, you know, oh, what, what's the world coming to? Footballers can't even take a shit in the pitch anymore. <laughs> nice. The thing is, that's made me worried now because whenever you see boys playing football in the park, yeah. you'd be like, they'd be like, oh, sorry, mum, I stood in, I stood in dog poo. And you're like, oh, did no. you? Or was it Gary Lineker? Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is... Gary Lineker down the playing field. <laughs> Unearthed a lot of questions that I didn't um, want to... I, so he actually did the respectful thing by going off and using the toilet. But yeah. were they winning anyway? No, they were losing. Well, then I'd have just been like, well, why not? <laughs> and they had no subs left. So I guess you went for it, yeah. And did they lose the game? They drew 1-1, actually. Oh, right. right. Well, there you go. There you go. Didn't lose anything then. Didn't lose. Apart from his dignity. (laughs) (laughs) He also got man of the match. (laughs) When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, surely someone's doing that for lols, right? I mean, you've got a question you're playing. If you're playing on his team and the yeah. person who left to have a shit gets yeah. man of the match, yeah. you need to look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back on track. Right, next story is, you will never believe this, but there's rumours that there's two Hollywood actors yeah. looking to buy a Welsh football team. Okay, I know Wrexham FC. Yeah. Um, Wrexham I mean Wrexham FC sounds like the kind of football team you'd make a sitcom about they don't sound good no they're not the best they're not even in the football league actually okay so they're in like the fifth tier which back in you know back in my day was known as the Vauxhall Conference but it's now known as the Vanarama National League the Vanarama National League <laughs> yeah that yeah. one that I, mean, biggest... that, I mean that sounds like a racist group doesn't it <laughs> the Vanarama National League sounds like a load of men with shaved heads walking around trying to protect a Winston Churchill statue <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they've had a bit of a come down in sponsors, but, uh, but yeah. What so, is Vanarama? Is is that a website where you hire vans? That's what I actually think. That's what I, I actually think. It is. Vanarama yeah. sounds like something that would sponsor Virgin Radio. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> Probably has. It'd be like Selco and then Vanarama. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, but we're not just talking about any Hollywood actors here as well. We're talking A-listers. So Ryan Reynolds and Rob, how do you say his name? Mucklehenny. Is that how you say I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I knew it, it was. Really? I'm glad you brought it because I knew about Ryan Reynolds, but I have a lot of questions because I still I feel like we're none. The, are we any the wiser why this is happening or? No, actually, no. Uh, it? It's just a rumor. I'm not sure it's going to happen. Bit of publicity. He, he's done a lot of like he's got his own gin brand out. He's Aviation doing a lot of, gin. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing a lot of like different things. But what's that got to do with Wrexham FC? I don't know. I guess he's. Is it a status thing to buy a. to be like, I've got a European sports team? And in America, like, because yeah, people exactly. don't know. Oh. He's like, oh, I own a football team in yeah. Europe. I own a soccer team. And everyone's like, that's amazing, even though it's like, you know, three yeah. men in one stand. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. So basically, 50 quid and pie and chips is yours, all done. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It's going to be a tax. It's going to be a tax thing. I'm I'm saying that now. It's going to be a tax thing. It could be, couldn't it? Yeah, That's, buy a football club and yeah, then we can yeah. offset. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Carr interviewed Ryan Reynolds and was just like, "I've got some tips for you, mate." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wrexham, they're they're going to be big. Yeah, a couple of years they'll be in the Premier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go. Oh, all right, all right. I'm in. Um, I'm in. How weird. What, what an unusual... Yeah, so random. Um, th- there's been a lot of other very well-known sort of celebs and actors, musicians who are owning some sports franchises and teams. Yeah. So I'll read okay. some of them off. you got some glamorous ones. The NBA ones are the ones you want, really. Do you know what NBA basketball yeah. is? Yes. Right? Yeah. So you got people like Usher, Timberlake, Drake, Jay-Z. They are all either own or part own an NBA team or that's franchise. Cool. So that's cool. And good ones. Yeah, good ones. Yeah, so Drake's team, the Toronto Raptors, they won the World Series last year. Oh, wow. And Amazing. that means you must always get front row seats. Oh, yeah, he's, he is. That's yeah, he's a, always A plus. Well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so then you've got people like J-Lo and Fergie. So they part own the Miami Dolphins. Do Fergie NFL. From, yeah. Fergie from Black Eyed Peas, not Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a curveball that would be. <laughs> no, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? J-Lo would and Sarah Ferguson. Like, but how much of it do they co-own? Like a good chunk or like a... Oh, a decent chunk. Okay, yeah, a decent chunk. Yeah, you know, in their like consortiums, but they're the, head, yeah, yeah. You know, the headline. So wow. Miami Dolphins, I that's NFL. I didn't know that about J-Lo. Interesting. Uh, then you've got Delia Smith. Oh, so I know about it. Norwich. Norwich City. Go yeah. on, Delia. She loves it. Well, the only it. reason I know that is because the Who Wants Some. Yeah. yeah that, 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 that viral. What did she yeah. say? Was it, let's be let's having, having you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, where are you? Yeah, she's, yeah. go on, Delia. Yeah. Uh, Elton John. Oh, wow. Is it West Ham or? No. Close. We go to the W. Watford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Premier League, London based. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, okay. Pre- does he okay. own that outright? Uh, I don't know outright. Because he's got loads of cash. Like back in the, I think it was 80s when Watford were proper top tier. Like, you know, they're in the Premier League now, just been relegated. But they're they're, they're up there. Um, And back in the 80s, they were a serious team. And yeah, he either bought them or owned them. Uh, but yeah, that's a good investment. I mean, obviously, if you've got a Man United or something like that, but if you've got a bit of a like, uh, what's the below Premier League, like Division 1? Championship. Championship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is, Is it a good investment? Yeah, I say so. Like from from a Premier League perspective, but it's a passion point though for these people. Okay. It's more about money. It's probably a bit of a tax write-off. Um, yeah, like Elton John is from Pinner, yeah. so that's he doesn't kind of... really need to do it. Like it's a passion thing for him. He supports yeah. the team. If you break even on it, it's like you you're just supporting your team you've always supported. But you're not yeah. doing it for a profit though. 
Yeah, and you probably get a box, right? So and, yeah, exactly. And, you can write, yeah. and I'm sure there's some sort of like write off about it, and you know. I feel like that. for celebrities yeah. as well, they get to a stage they've got so much money, it's just a cool thing to say. I own a sports club, like yeah. you say. It's yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone like a so Russell Crowe, for example, he owns one of the Australian rugby league teams. Rugby league is the biggest sport in Australia. He owns one of those teams. They were a bit shit. And he put a lot of money into it. He signed a quite a few English superstars, actually. Sam yeah. Burgess and, and his brothers. Signed them. It was a big story. And then it was a classic rags to riches story. They won the sort of grand final a good few years ago now. But That's cool. Yeah, so Russell Crowe own, owns that. And also Louis Tomlinson owns... Doncaster. Doncaster Rovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The only reason I know that is because my girlfriend's from Doncaster and she's always going on about... She grew up on the same road as Louis Tomlinson and she doesn't. She? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I grew up on each road. I'm like, I know, mate, but like, I've never been to. I wouldn't go to Doncaster. Wouldn't dare. I imagine it's one dirt track road through the middle <laughs> of it. So we still don't really know the Ryan Reynolds thing, but maybe as that story develops, we can revisit that. That'd be interesting time. to know. It, I, yeah. I would just want to know the motivation behind why football. Like, what is it if he's interested in it? Because I know a lot of Americans are. Yeah, you know, a lot of Americans do like um, English football teams. Why specifically that one? And you know, what's in it for him? Because the gin, I kind of understand. Yeah. You know, George Clooney sold his tequila brand for a billion. Yeah. Like, um, a few older guys uh, own like vodka brands and stuff in American movie yeah. stars. Who's the guy from Ghostbusters? He owns a really good vodka brand. The one, the skull, um, the skull bottles. Oh right. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, one of them. Uh, one of the, he owns a huge. Bottle. So I understand. Bill Murray. No. no, not Bill Murray. One of the other ones. Uh, yeah. You, the ghost. Uh, <laughs> the ghost. Slimer. Slimer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He owns a vodka <laughs> brand. Um, so I get it, but I mean, if it's an, it doesn't sound like a, he's going to put money into it and get money back. You never know. He might have a strategy. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to this in a few okay. weeks' time. Time okay. will tell. I just love the idea of Ryan Reynolds going to Wrexham. So do I. Yeah. Like that's, you know, like that's the kind of thing that you and I would have done like a really bad DJ gig there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like he's basically owning it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine with Wrexham as well. I've been to Wrexham a couple of times. They'll probably throw in the town. Like we can be mayor as well, Ryan, if you'd like. like oh, that just would as a, be... Just sweeten the deal. They should do that. <laughs> so that's, that's the news covered. I've hopefully okay. you learned something in the news. I've heard a lot. I've, I've learned a lot about a lot of Good. different things. Yeah. Also, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised at the few little bits I knew. I know, your boxing knowledge, really. You really shone them. And uh, well, I think actually more than anything, my uh, golf scoring knowledge. Oh, that was something. Yeah. yeah. I was very, very excited. About well done. That was buried in there somewhere. We're making progress. <laughs> well, th- so the hope is, as well as discussing the news, that you two are actually going to learn something about okay. sports yes. outside of the news. So each episode, we're going to go through like a specific sporting lingo or terminology okay. or like a sport- sporting thing. Um, and th- the one we're going to talk about this week is called the bicycle kick. Yes. So the bicycle kick. Yeah, I know of that. Do you know what the bicycle kick is? Do you know what sport it is? I am going to go and I'm going to say you're going to trick us and it's not about cycling. Football. It's football, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello. Someone's just got a point. What? Okay, and what? I think I know this. I know this. I think I know what it is. Is it because it's when you go? Is it when you go to score a goal and you're like, someone did it, and I was like, oh my god, and they just go up in the air and the legs go up in the air. What they like kick it over? Kick it in the net. Yeah. Give us a demo. I don't oh, think wow. that's good. that would be. <laughs> I wish you were here. I've, to have I've seen watched that. it and gone. I don't know how you do how they do that physically. That's quite. It's quite brave, right? Is oh, it that is. Right? Yeah. So, so it's you are right. It's also known as a scissors kick. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know what that is. So scissors kind of meaning that you know you you have your non-kicking leg go up first, and then that comes down as your kicking leg goes up. So you're kind of like doing the scissors motion. Yeah. Okay. Legs. 
I guess that's why it's called a bicycle kick as well, because it's kind of, it shouldn't be called a bicycle kick. Yeah. I don't really see the link between. No. I mean, legs going up and down maybe, but. Yeah. yeah. Just confusing. But it's very impressive. But is that really, have you attempted a bicycle kick? I probably have down down the park now and again. And is I can't it one of connected. those that like nine times out of 10 lads will do it to sort of show up, but it won't, it won't yeah. land, right? I mean, look, so I've got a couple of videos to show you. Lovely. Um, so this is a, a video about the some of the best bicycle kicks. Who's first? Gareth oh, Bale. Gareth Bale. Weirdly, he's doing it on a golf course in this video. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the Champions League final. Ooh. That's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like he's in midair. Like that's, there's nothing on the ground when he's kicking. That's worth 600 grand a week, isn't it? What lovely hair yeah. as well. Oh, so I hope they clean that pitch. Gary <laughs> Here we go as well. Oh, sexy. Oh, wow. Ronald, yeah. Like, is it really embarrassing if you're one of the top players? Oh, wow. Off the chest. I mean... Because they're not even looking at the net. So is so, it just always a guess? Well, yeah, I guess so. R- Rooney did a really good one. Wayne Rooney. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, just well done. Colleen's husband of the yeah. investigative journalist. <laughs> Back to that. Bosh. I've got another video of the worst ones. Okay, brilliant. This see, is what I'm... See, yeah. th- this is the beauty of the bicycle kick because when it's done correctly, it's a thing of beauty. It's a hugely difficult, complex skill. It's risky, like you said. It can yeah. hurt if it goes wrong, but it can be humiliating if it goes wrong as well. So... Um, Every football supporter prefers it when it goes wrong. Okay. Of course. that's So true. let's see a couple of these. That's a very British thing, isn't, isn't it? it? It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to... Be- oh, no, they're laughing. Wayne Rooney's laughing at him. Oh, my God, that's so brutal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was, I mean... But it was shit, so... Oh, <laughs> I mean, if you land on your head, it looks like you could really hurt yourself, doesn't it? It's quite ri- it is yeah. risky, but you're right. The humiliation. Oof. I can't believe the other footballers are laughing on the bench. That's just oh, he's going the wrong way. <laughs> he was doing it. Fa- he was facing oh. the net. How is that ever going to work? Oh. So, so yeah, that that is the bicycle kick. So it's also known as the overhead kick. Now that's a much sort of more yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That makes more, isn't sense. it? Well, they like sport, like to give things funny names, don't they? Like golf, what, what were they talking about? The bogeys. The bogey. Yeah, bogeys. What is um, it? I still don't know. What a bogey is when you go uh, one over par, um, and then you have a double bogey and a triple bogey, and then I don't know what that's, a quadruple bogey's got. See, that's the thing. They, they, they got creative with the underpars, birdie, yeah, yeah. Eagle, eagle, albatross. They obviously gave up with the bogeys. I'll like, just call it double bogey. Yeah, yeah. Triple I mean, bogey. But, but also, is a bogey something different in any other country other than Britain where it's snot? Probably, yeah, a bogey um, is like... Oh, in American, like fighter pilots, if there's an enemy plane, they're like bogey ahead. Right, okay. That's why. But also, or like, like a booby prize. Is yeah. that not a thing? A booby prize is, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but maybe like the logic should have been with bogeys. They should have been like, it should have gone like through grosser bodily fluids and they were just like, it's just too far. <laughs> yeah. They've gone for bogey, like, not. what are you going for? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the bicycle kick. So we uh, will learn a new sort of move term lingo as the weeks progress. And then we can start dropping them into conversation with other people. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. these two really know their stuff. They're so into their bogeys. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. So we can't do bogey anymore because that's covered. We've, right? d- okay. we've sorted it, mate. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Smashed it. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, I'm ready we've got, pumped. So we've got 10 questions. Mm-hmm. And then, so you, you guys write down the answers and then we'll yeah. go through the answers at the end, yeah? Now, the, these questions... They should be extremely easy to anybody who knows this sport. Okay. Okay. Like really like child level easy. I think so. So a bit of an experiment this. You know, we'll see how you guys get on. Yeah. Might be too easy. Might not be. Who knows? So question number one is, 
Who scored a goal for England as an 18-year-old in France 98, the Football World Cup? Question number two. What sporting event takes place at Aintree? Question number three. What sport does LeBron James play? Question number four. What sport is the Davis Cup played in? Question number five. Wayne Rooney signed for Man United as an 18-year-old from which club? Question number six. What nationality is Roger Federer? Question number seven. I think, Amy, this is going to be a cheap one for you. Which team in rugby are known as the Tigers? Number eight. Name one person that played in the 1966 Football World Cup final. And leap at Roger Moore, but that's a James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Question number nine. Where is Anfield? And in terms of specifics, we're looking at a city here. Okay, mm-hmm. not, a, not an address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last question. Who is Glenn Hoddle? A man. <laughs> Does the church fate, doesn't he, Glenn Hoddle? That's what it sounds like. I think you need to be vaguely specific on this as well. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, okay so, should we do the answers? Yeah, so question number one. Who's got a goal for England as an 18-year-old in France 98, the Football World Cup? I've Michael put, Owen. I've put David Beckham. Answer is Michael Owen. Yes! 1 oh, 0 8. I was really Damn into it. football. Right, that time. Okay, yeah, we'll do the scores at the end. Okay. So, uh, question number two What sporting event takes place at Aintree? Horse racing. Horse racing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for something a bit more specific. Oh. oh. Horse racing is fine. Horse okay, fine. What, what, would, what would have been the specific? specific? The Grand National. The Grand National. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Horses. <laughs> I've been to the Grand National there, but I didn't know what it was called. Oh. Give you that one. I was drunk. so drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. I'm wearing a lovely hat. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you that one. Uh, what sport does LeBron James play? Basketball. Yeah. Basketball. Tick. Ooh. Question number four. What sport is the Davis Cup played in? Golf yeah, was my golf. guess. Uh-uh. Tennis. <sighs> oh my gosh. He's quite confident Question on that. five. Wayne Rooney signed for Man United from which club? Liverpool? Everton. Everton. Oh. Yeah. Well done, Amy. I mean, it is in, in my defence, and very close to it. Yeah, it's a good close. guess. Um, okay, number se- no, number six. Which nationality is Roger Federer? Swiss. Spanish. Swiss. No, well done, that's Matt. a curveball. He's so hairy. I thought he was Spanish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> a criteria. Is it hairy everywhere? That's such. A... <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> no, not just because he's hairy, but I swear he's... So Nadal is Spanish. So Nadal is Spanish. She was like the other one who's been competing with Federer. I thought he was Portuguese, Nadal. <laughs> I mean... Sorry. I'm leave getting, that I'm, for another quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to earn a point uh, back. Okay, where were we? Question number seven. Which team in rugby are known as the Tigers? Leicester. Leicester. Leicester, yeah. Should have, should have... Known. You shouldn't have said about Amy yeah, finding he, that, that easy. That, that gave it away I to don't me. give it away to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, okay, number eight. Name one person that played in the. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say Roger Moore, but you know what? I question myself. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> G- George Best. <laughs> I put George Best. It's a good guess. It's a good guess, Amy. Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore is correct. George Best. Now, if Northern Ireland got to the. He would have played if Northern Ireland got the World Cup final. Cool. To be fair. I mean, I was better off putting Roger Moore. Like, they'd have been the same nationality at least. You would have had, more, had more chance. More, more chance. chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, number nine. Uh, where is Anfield? <clears throat> Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool, correct. Mm. Number ten, who is Glenn Hoddle? Former England manager. Commentator. 
Well, I guess you're both right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're both right there. Really. What's the specific? What's he do well, now? I thought if you just said like, you know, footballer, I was hoping for a bit more specific. Yeah, yeah. He was England manager. Yeah. And he's now a commentator. I think we'll give you both a point for that. Oh, okay, oh, cool. So, yeah. Sorry. Um, I got um, uh, six out of ten. I got eight. So that was quite. That was. I mean, for the first one ever, it's a good. It's a good place. We should probably write these down and see if we can do a bit of a leaderboard. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you know. I think the questions should get a bit harder. I wasn't quite sure. No, it's a good. It's a good place to see where our skill level is at. Yeah, great entry level. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I actually. Yeah, I'm still that Roger Federer. I'm not sure. I mean, you're absolutely. Are you? How did you know that? Is is this a steward's inquiry? Inquiry. Um, It's just a real curveball for me. Really boringly, I used to do. I used to do something at Wimbledon every year, a job. So that's just one of the things oh, I used to go and do like a cushy a cushy little corporate thing at Wimbledon so that's the only reason I know okay, it's because I've hosted a quiz about this before okay. to a load of millionaires <laughs> okay <laughs> so there we go that's the quiz maybe we need like an, a cool little name for the quiz and a bit of a you know a bit of a jingle quiz akabusi is a great name for a sports quiz oh yeah. my goodness me where Let's... did that come from uh, yeah I feel like I might have used that in a quiz before but quiz akabusi I'm sure there's others as well Okay, that quiz be- quiz hoy, so quiz hoy. Yeah, any Chris's basically. Any yeah. Chris. Yeah, it's a really easy pun actually. <laughs> yeah, Chris Akabusi. Well, just, ma- just maybe that can be some homework, or maybe we can get some of the listeners to send in. Some- Absolutely, that's a good idea. Maybe I think they'll go. know. Okay, amazing. Well, I learned a lot from that actually. I, mean, I learned loads. If I'm honest, I I learned one that I know less than I thought I did. If I'm honest, because tell you what I learned is that I didn't. I didn't hate talking about sport for that whole time. Yeah, that's really I thought I'd be like, well, I'm not interested in any of these stories. But actually, it was all very interesting. I wanted to know more. And there's a lot that goes on outside of the actual sport. Yeah. That's the whole point. You're you're committed now. I am. I mean, I'm I'm into sport. People ask me, they're like, you're into sport? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm into sport. You'd be like, hey, you know that footballer who went and took a dump during... You're never going to forget that. You know that Spanish tennis player? Yeah, he's not. He's Swiss. I'm I'm really into sport, but there are six specific things I can talk about. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. If we go out of that, then there's nothing we can say to each other. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us on Sports Virgins. We're we're learning, aren't we? Well, I mean, I don't think we're like sports virgins anymore because no. we've done we've done this now. I feel like we're at sports second base. Uh, so, if you want to send in any stories of sporting stupidity or ignorance or anything, I mean, like we've shown we've shown you know quite bravely. I think Matt shown I ourselves think, up here. Yeah, we really have. Where I think I've suffered in silence. Like when I used to, <laughs> the worst one was when you'd get a new girlfriend when you're a teenager, and then you'd have to go to their house knowing full well the first question the dad's going to ask you is, yeah. "What team do you support?" <laughs> yeah. And you have to go. Well, none of them. And, <laughs> and the dad is like, well, my girlfriend's going Get out. out. A serial killer, probably. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the best case scenario here. Yeah. And also, even if you're not into, you know, if you're like as a bit of a sports virgin, but you're not into playing sport, this is great for pub quizzes in the future. Like yeah, we're learning absolutely. stuff. So yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. This is educational, is that what you're saying? It's exactly It's absolutely educational. We've all learned today. Turns out sport is quite interesting. <laughs> it is. When you don't talk about the sport bit of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us. That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.